Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And uh, before we get into anything else, uh, we would like to ask that uh, if you would be able to rate, uh, even subscribe or review this this podcast if you're listening or uh, if you've listened to uh, our shows in the past, uh, please do so on Apple Podcasts. And uh, if interested, uh, please follow on, on Spotify and uh, the numerous amounts, our social media at the running hook on Twitter, at TikTok and Instagram is also available. Now we will continue our podcast. And so without a further ado, uh, we have to talk some play in basketball, you guys. This is what we're talking about. Uh, our Monday show uh, is is making its debut. Uh, and, and we'll start off here by uh, introducing uh, Zach Griffith. Zach, uh, you have plenty coming up with Circle City Cinema. You have the Road to F9. You, you got the favorite movie series that you're rolling out, the best picture draft that you're rolling out, the boys in the hood. Dude, you're just doing everything. Uh, but somehow, some way, you're continuing to be on our pods uh, every Monday. So uh, it, it's going to be a it's going to be a thrill for you, I'd have to assume here. Listen, I movies are my wife. Sometimes I uh, I cheat on them a little bit with basketball and, oh. and football. I cheat on oh, them a little man. bit. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Little Bill Gates action. Uh. I, I, little Bill Gates. Oh. I, I step <laughs> I step out in the hallway and uh, you know, nice little, little intern. Little flirtation. Turn little flirtation with the NBA. But uh, no, I haven't talked to <laughs> in a. You know, not in the moderator chair for a while. So I'm, look, I'm yeah. looking forward to this. Looking forward to this a lot. Some play in, sure. some uh, yes. some nicknames for a certain player. So yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> some players will be ripped. We, oh, we're not NBA gosh. PR here, Caleb. Oh, we're going to rip oh. some players. We're going to rip we... some coaches. <laughs> I mean, it's it's possible. I'm never going to rule it out. And uh, Bryce, it's uh, you know the the, the co-host is back in action after a nice a nice solid weekend vacation. Uh, you know, how, how does it feel to come back on? And uh, how was the vacation for you, Bryce? Uh, it, you it was a good time. vacation. It was a great vacation. It, it was finally a break from from Caleb Lynn. It just it just did my heart good. It, I couldn't I handle him anymore. Oh man, that. it was uh, it was delightful. I I don't feel like I'm 50 years old anymore. I feel young, no. vibrant, and I mean, let's be honest, Caleb. This is the reason why people are tuning into our podcast. It's me. It's it's definitely me. That's why they're going to subscribe to our YouTube channel here. So I'm happy to be back, Caleb. Hey, what about I, my What about my vacation, Caleb? What about well, mine? Zach, Zach, go ahead. How was How was your How was yours? How was yours? I didn't think you had one because you basically been vacationing on. Uh, you know the movie pods. Like, uh, oh yeah, you bum! <laughs> <laughs> I took a little two-day excursion to, to Sin City, to Las oh, Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the people. So yeah, you did. You did. You did put out as much content as uh, as as uh, you used to the last week because of Vegas. Uh, I walked. But- I walked right into Flamingo Sportsbook. I said, "Give me Suns plus fourteen hundred to win the title," and I did it. <laughs> 20 bucks. Oh, they I, had I to look at you funny, right? They had yeah, to look yeah. at you and be like, you sure? They have 20 bucks. It pays out like 250. And I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. So hey, pizza's on you next time. If, if they win the title. Oh, hey, gosh. it's not the only bet I have lined up. 
Oh, we'll get to that later. Okay. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a nice little teaser there, Zach. And so without further ado, uh, let's just give some initial thoughts uh, on the regular season. And Bryce, I'll just start with you here. Uh, obviously, the format of the 72 games, you know, was, was an adjustment that was made this year. Um, I mean, how did you think it turned out? Uh, how did you think the NBA handled that? Did you think it was effective? Did you think it was uh, the right decision? And, uh, you know, in general, how did you feel like the NBA handled it? I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think it was the right decision, but, um, you know, we saw a slight uptick in injuries. I wouldn't say enough to be like, okay, this is just an absolute abominable idea. Um, yeah, I mean, but right. from the season itself, I mean, you look at it and I mean, we saw some pretty incredible things. You know, we continue to see the passing of the torch to the next generation. Uh, we've seen veterans do some amazing things. Um, you know, I, Steph Curry comes to mind most definitely about, you know, the terror that he went on here towards the end of the season. Uh, but you're also starting to see some some older veterans break down. You know, we see LeBron. He misses another uh, period of games uh, with the ankle injury. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good things happening in the NBA. We're kind of in a transition period where we're getting the best of both worlds. Right. We're seeing uh, younger guys come into their own. We're seeing veterans doing veteran things and we're seeing some of the, the older veterans start to to you know, pull back a little bit, uh, but some of them are still going hard. You know, LeBron's still going to go hard. Chris Paul obviously turned the Phoenix Suns around. So I enjoy the season. It's kind of fun. Uh, you know, that's going to be something that when we, when we have kids, they're not going to have that transition period, really. Yeah. It's going to be, all right, these are your stars and they're going to be the stars for the next 10 to 15 years. You're going to have to wait for the next round of talent. Sure. Sure, I, I, very understandable. Zach, how did you uh, how did you feel about the regular season? I think this is the most wide open season we've had in terms of who could win the title in since 2010. But this was before Big Three, Miami Heat. Wow. Uh, Spurs wow. were still rolling. Wow. Uh, Celtics still had their core, but like guys, there's like you could tell me either LA team. You could tell me uh, yeah. the Suns. Uh, yeah. You could tell me the Nets, the Sixers. Sure. You could tell me five or six teams would win the title and be like, sure, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And the Nuggets before uh, yeah. Jamal Murray got hurt. So I think it's the most wide open season since 2010. That was uh, Celtics-Lakers the second time. Uh, Lakers won seven. But sure, I think... Bryce said the injury thing, yeah, and I, I agree with that. I think the NBA actually had precedent for a season like this. There's different circumstances, though. If you look at the 11-12 season, the lockout, they played 66 games. I thought that was a fine length, and I thought that would have been a fine length for this. Sure. They still started the season, I think, around the same time, around Christmas time, but... Yeah, I thought that would have been a better length, but yeah, no I injuries agree. aside, I thought I thought it was a really fun season. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the injuries aspect of it really sucks. I mean, some of these teams that didn't make it, or some of the teams that you know even made it could have been better, right? Could have been even better. Um, and then you know, it's it's all this, you know, there's all these things that had to be considered and. It was a crazy year. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. It was a crazy year. A lot to think about. 
Um, you know, and the NBA can't sit there and be like, well, I got this and I, I, you know, I know that this is going to work. I mean, every COVID at the time that they needed to make this schedule was still very real and they were still needing to address that by basically everybody in this, everybody in the country. So, I mean, it was, it was one of those things where I understand why they did what they did. Um, I get it. The injuries really did suck. I, I think that's probably the hardest part to the season is there's so many teams and teams that we're going to talk about today that probably are way better if they don't have injuries. Um, and, and so it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, you're excited to see the depth of the league. But again, I also think that we got to figure out a way to make the regular season viable. You guys, I just think we're not doing that, that we're not doing that. It's not being played like that. I think they, they, the shortening of games actually, in my opinion, made the regular season less valuable. They, they need to do they need to do something to create the regular season to be more important. I mean, I understand, like, sure, it's different than the playoffs. You take your game up another level in the playoffs. But, I mean, I, I shouldn't feel like the regular season is like rookie level, right? Like, I just shouldn't feel like that. Players just don't seem to give that energy that I think is needed on an every night basis. Because at the end of the day, you know, people are coming, you know, to see players, to see they want entertainment, Okay. I like, for an example, like I understand why Boston sat their guys on Sunday. I understand it. But like, you think people in New York said to themselves, you know what? I want to see New York play Boston and I want to see Taco Fall get 20. <laughs> no, my no. like, I'm just saying like, that's a problem in the, that's a problem. Uh, and, and it's, I understand it was the end of the season and the Celtics were going to clinch, but I'm just saying like, that has to happen. Like these, these players are, I think they're even more, they're valuable to the fans. And I think it's really hard for them to see that because of the ability. I mean, sure. Social media helps, but I think it's very difficult for these players to understand how much it means for the fans to see them play. And I, I think that the regular season has to have more of an emphasis uh, to be better. And so without further ado, let's move into the uh, let's move into some actual basketball, please. Uh, and we'll, we'll get into the, uh, the play in here and we'll start off with the matchup that, uh, personally, I know that these two gentlemen are feeling uh, is intriguing. We'll do Hornets and Pacers. Uh, you know, Zach, I know, I know you're a big Pacer guy. Let's make, let's not make, you know, let's not make a mistake to that. Uh, but I know you've had your fair share of criticism of this team. Uh, you know, you, you, you've been very, very critical with the injuries, uh, critical of uh, some particular uh, coaching, uh, coaching hires. Uh, you've been, you've been, you've been very critical. Uh, and, and then, you know, you also, on the other hand, uh, one of these teams has also been a team that you feel like uh, does not get enough praise that does not get enough uh, in terms of uh, getting talked about with their coaching. So I, I'm curious to hear your takes just overall initially about the matchup before we dig into it too deep. Well, look with the, with the Pacers, the injuries and stuff, you can't help that. No, but I mean, I've told you guys off the record, Nate Bjorkren, my most hated coach of all time. I just, I hate this dude. I think he sucks. I think he's taken the torch from Luke Walton as the worst coach in the NBA. Oh man. And he, he took it when Luke Walton beat him in a game. Beat, yeah. I forget how much, I think it was 11. You didn't like should that? Have been, should have been like 25. <laughs> should have been like 25. You know, bad luck for Bjorkren, but I'm not going to get into what my worst case scenario for this game would be. My worst case scenario would be Pacers win the play-in tournament and Bjorkren gets another year, but that's no, that's neither here nor there. The Hornets, by the way, on the other hand, James Borrego 
I think should be at least in the conversation for coach of the year. I wouldn't vote for him. I'd vote for Monty Williams. But like, guys, this guy has had to deal with injuries. One of them to arguably their best player when he went down, Gordon Hayward. Yeah. And LaMelo Ball, the maybe the most the probably the most intriguing rookie of this year. Caleb has had to eat crow on yeah, yeah. No, so I'm sick hard. and tired. I'm sick and tired of <laughs> trying to act like that I'm still a part of, that I still have this. I, I don't yeah, know because he shut you up. No, no. That's yeah, not true. Yeah, yeah, he did. True. Yeah, he did. He got me to the I, I I have said multiple times. I've said multiple times. I, I was I was I was wrong for this take. I need I need to I need your pettiness to uh I believe I believe you said he was he was fun. <coughs> well, yeah, here, did you say that? Yeah. I'll say that again. He's a fun player. <laughs> you loved him in fantasy. Well, can I? Can, yes, I did. Now, Zach, do you have any more? Well, Gordon Hayward's out. He's not playing this game, which is a big break for the Pacers. But yeah, it is. As somebody who wants the Pacers to lose for draft purposes, for get the coach the fuck out of town purposes, that's too bad. But Zach Griffith is on the record as saying he wants the Pacers to tank. Yes, first time in my life. I've never been a guy. You guys have known me for a while now. I've never been a guy that said, I've never been a big tank. Yeah, yeah. This is big for you. You're going on oh, the record with this. But this now with, with all the injuries, with Bjorken just sucking, with the team basically leading a mutiny against him, it's like, yeah, just lose, get a draft pick. We might fuck up the pick anyway, but just just tank. Just and tank. then Bjorken, get, get Bjorken out of here. But Hayward's out. Going back to LaMelo, he leads the Hornets in assists. And steals. And even if Brogdon plays, I think he's going to run circles around our guards. Like, I just don't, I don't see it. Look for uh, Bismack and Malik Monk to be X factors here because Sabonis plays, which I'm I'm guessing he's going to play. He's going to be up against Big Mac and Sabonis, Big Mac, Bismack. And <laughs> Sabonis struggles against these these body types of Bismack, like these big, strong dudes who are about his height or a little shorter, and he just can't. I don't. I don't know for whatever. I know he's strong enough, but it's like he doesn't have a left hand. And Bismack's a good enough defender; he'll try and force him that way. So it's just like, yes, we joke about him, but he could actually. He's yeah. And he's actually been pretty good this year. We've kind of had to eat it on him, Bryce. But yeah, we had. To. I won't eat it on the contract. You definitely contract need to eat on him. Contract still sucks. But yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And forget Brogdon and Sabonis maybe not playing. We might not have Edmund Sumner. We're probably not going to have Aaron Holiday. And we're definitely not going to have Jeremy Lamb. So yeah, that's, you know, whatever. And Jeremy Lamb, it actually might help having him because that could be like a little revenge game for him against the Hornets. But That'd be nice. Yeah, be I nice. want to point to the last meeting between these teams. Go the ahead. Hornets won. This was a game Miles Turner played, by the way, and the only key Pacers guy that was out besides Warren was uh, Brogdon. So the Pacers are pretty healthy this game. Hornets yeah. won by 17. Cody Zeller had 17 points. Miles Bridges had 23 points. And Miles Turner played. So, like... Yeah. We gave up 114 that game. So I'm, I'm just really... I know we probably have the two best players in the game. The burden's a bonus, but like I'm concerned, especially down low. Like well, I don't, I don't that, know... That's what I wanted to ask. 
that's what I wanted to ask Bryce about is, I mean, I know that that's been the talk, right? The Pacers, you could argue, have the second, the, the, the first and second best players in the series. But if you rank, if what I love to do when determining matchups is do like a one through eight or a one through 10, right? And I just rank the 10 best players regardless in the series. Well, couldn't you make a legitimate argument that the Hornets would then get number three, number four, number five, absolutely, and number six, potentially number seven? Couldn't couldn't the Hornets get the next five slots? And is that a bigger deal than having the two best players on the court, especially when I don't feel like the first two players on the court are significantly better in this case? It, does that make any sense? Like, I don't think Karis LeVert is like just an infinity level compared to the Hornets' best player, depending on whoever you think that is. Is that a fair statement? Right. I don't know because I, I think there's a case for both, right? I like, I really like the way Lavert has been playing. I mean, he's been balling Zach. Awesome. I mean, you, he's been yeah. absolutely phenomenal. And Zach, absolutely I, I don't, awesome. I don't recall the date of the last Hornets game, Zach. I, I don't, I don't remember. It was uh, April 2nd. Okay. Yeah. So it was April. So that was a little bit before Lavert really got it going. Is that fair to say? How many did he have that game? That's a good point. Um, do not remember. 16. He had 16 that game? Yep. Okay. 16. So it's yep. not like he had an awful game either, but he's obviously, I mean, I think he, he's been around 20 points a game. No, it's really Somewhere fair in there. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's going to change the dynamic a, a little bit, but to cancel out Karis LeVert's performance, you have all these extra injuries. Right. Sure. Uh, and then the Hornets, they, they've kind of mixed it up with uh, putting PJ Washington at the five and putting Miles Bridges at the four, yeah, which, which yeah, could have. create some issues. Now, yeah, PJ Washington, uh, I've, point, I've watched him, but I don't know how good his 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 outside jump shot is. Uh, I haven't watched him that in depth. Well, against it's, us, it's pretty good, Bryce. I mean, he, oh, yeah, he well, that's had, not shocking. I mean, like against the, if you're going to look at it just against the Pacers, his last game, he was one for four from three. And then he's 39% from three this season. Okay. He's taken about five attempts. Okay. So, I mean, he can hit him. He can absolutely hit him. Sure. <sighs> I mean, it, it, it really is going to come down to to the Pacers' defense, honestly. I think the offense is going to take care of itself. I mean, we have the other X factor here, guys. I, what are you going to get from O'Shea Brissett? I know that's silly to right. say, but, I mean, the dude can well, – That's not you know, silly to say. He can play. No, it's not silly to say. He, yeah. he can absolutely play. I, is he going to score 31 like he did the other night in a game that really didn't matter? No, probably not. But, I mean, yeah. he can give you really good minutes. I, in my opinion, I think he plays really good defense. You know, they put him down low. He can block the basketball. All right, he's not a scrub on defense. No, he's so, not. And he can he rebounds extremely well. For yeah, for a guy his size, so maybe that's your maybe that's your counter to PJ Washington is O'Shea Brissett. But then again, what do you do with with, with Sabonis in the that's, middle? That's right. I, I don't know. I really don't know. So I mean, there's going to be some matchup issues, no doubt. I think it's a really intriguing game. Obviously, having Malcolm Brogdon yeah. would be a massive help uh, for for the Pacers offensively. Yes, it would. Uh, and, and in some ways defensively, because I feel like Brogdon can neutralize, you know, a guy like uh, like Ball or Rozier yeah. or Graham or somebody like that. Uh, sure. I don't know about that. I don't know. His, he's I, 
He's been really slow this year. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, I, it's probably the hamstring injury. It's probably all the injuries he's dealt with this season. He has. I just feel like it's going to come down to like Lamelo and Terry are going to carry them, and we well. We yeah. don't have any perimeter guys who can slow them down, especially if Brog and Brogdon's McConnell. Like McConnell plays good defense. Yeah, and then there's Graham. You know, we forget about Graham. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And I just yeah, think he's playing well. Their top well. two yes, guys yes, yes, yes. are going to get theirs, and ours are going to get theirs. Right. But then it's like the others, the other guys. And I think the Hornets, other guys. Well, what Justin Holiday are we going to get? Right. That's it. That was, yeah. Yep. I just That's think a Charlotte's point. other guys are going to do more than the Pacers. So here, here's the thing that I, I, I look at. I mean, if you look at the starting lineups and look at the way that they've handled that of recent, I think, I think Bismack is a really nice counter to Sabonis on, on defense. On defense, I think he's a good counter to Sabonis on defense. I don't think he's a bad defender. We're being serious. I, I, I think, I think, uh, yeah, yeah I'm being that serious. No, I mean, but no, ser- we're being he's, serious about Bismack no, I, think, I, I think I think he's a very solid player. And I, I think next year, I think he's a free agent, and next year he's going to get signed, and he's going to be a really nice fit for somebody. So I, I like what he's doing. Okay, and then I think I think that's a really good counter. Uh, to me, I'm going to get a little nerdy here, but I think you guys are going to agree with me once I start breaking this down. So I think I think it's really going to come down to a couple players in this game, you guys. Um, I know you talked about Brissett, so I won't do a lot on Brissett. But I, I, I honestly think a guy like Jalen McDaniels has a legit impact in this game because sure. you, because the thing the thing with a guy like that is he's he's. A, a staple for what they want to try to do on the defensive side of the ball, give you that length and, and the athleticism that they want. I think the Charlotte, I think the Charlotte aspect of it is yes, you have these, these guards, you have Rozier, you have ball and you have Graham and Bismack's a very good protector and Washington has his nights. But I think when you're talking about other pieces, the, the other pieces that I'm thinking of are the, the, the McDaniels, I'm thinking of the guys like that, the Malik Monks in his first playoffs in in a legitimate type of role. Like I, I just I'm curious to see what we get. Like if you, I mean, I'm not kidding when I said this earlier. And Zach, I'm curious to see if you would push back on this. If you did a one through ten, and you you ranked the Pacers and Hornets, and you you put the top ten guys in the series, I feel like the Charlotte Hornets probably have more of the top 10 guys. They right? have I think more that's guys. A, I think that's a fair thing to say, and that's a pretty good indication. Not to mention the fact that Borrego is a better coach than Bjorken. He is a better coach. I'm sorry, oh, you guys, but he's a better oh, coach than Bjorken. He's going to run circles he, around Bjorken. I, I, to be honest with you, I think this game could go really tight. I think it could go really tight, or I think it's got blowout city. Because if, if, if the Pacers are just going to come out there and play dysfunctional, um, you know, if they're going to play with that sense of, you know, who gives a rip type of mentality. Um, but I, I can't trust the defense, Bryce. I know I, I agree with you that you feel like that's going to be how they win, but how can you trust their defense? And Bryce, they're giving up 140 points every other game, Bryce. I mean, you just, first off, you never see that with the Pacers. You never see 140 points in the Pacers next to each other. But then at the same time, like, I, I mean, I think the Hornets have the firepower to light them up if the Pacers play that lazy on the defensive end there just seems like too many question marks in that game that i i don't like for them uh the the other thing to to keep an eye on i think in this series and then i'll I'll ask you a little bit more about it 
is I'm, I'm very curious to see how Bjorkren looks to manage his rotations. Because if you look at the stats, the stats indicate that the pitchers have a pretty deep team. But I know that the injuries have been a problem. So, Bryce, I mean, I know you've been high on McConnell pretty much all year. So does McConnell – what are you looking to use? Like McConnell probably has to be in big-time minutes in this game. I mean, I, I right? But I don't yeah. – like, is it is it crazy to say that maybe, you know, say you play the starters for most of the first quarter. Okay, I'm just trying to think of a way the Pacers could win this game because I'm not crazy on it, but I'm trying to make that point for our network. I am full-court pressing LaMelo Ball. I'm going old-school full-court pressing. Wow. I am full-court pressing this rookie point guard who's never been to a big game in his life. And do not sit here and tell me that the Australia games, <laughs> don't sit here and tell me the NBL. Don't sit here and tell me the NBL is, is a, is a big, is a spotlight that's close to the NBA. Don't like, seriously, like don't talk. Chino Hills high school state championships. I mean, I understand he's had the spotlight in high school, but this is the pros. Like, is it fair to say like, that's a bad idea, Bryce? Like, could you make the argument that maybe they potentially even go small and have McConnell simply come in and full court press the living crap out of Lamar Wall. Yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, he's the he's the league leader in steals this year, off the yeah. bench. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see him playing minutes. I mean, it's not like McConnell hasn't hasn't played in in some games. You know, I mean, sure. he, he's considered a veteran now. And yeah. and yeah, I, I I love his energy. I love what he brings to the Pacers. I love what he brings to the lineups that that he's been plugged into. I mean, shoot, he's dropped a, a triple double. Almost had a couple other triple doubles this season. He's not a scrub. I mean, the guy's high energy all the time. It's like he's like uh, he's like Aaron Kraft when he was in college. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just an absolute yeah. defensive pest. So yeah, why not? Why not get up in Ball's grill, disrupt it? I think that disrupts the flow of of the Hornets' offense and yeah. has to put the ball in somebody else's hands. Now they have other guys that are capable, but I mean, they're they're going to tire out. You know yeah. they're going to tire That's out. I mean, point. do you do you trust Terry Rozier to to lead you to a win like that? Maybe. Yeah, I'm not I saying do. He's incapable. I, think actually, I I actually here's a really hot take. So when I ranked, okay, when I ranked who I not overall better, I'm not saying that, but who I trust. Terry Rozier is the player I trust the most out of any of these players. All right, I'll go with you on that. Like been I in think the most big you, games. He's been in the most big games. Right. He's been in the most performed. big games. And he's and he's performed well. He's given me a good track record. Guys, I am seriously concerned about if I was a pacer guy, and I'm curious, Zach, I'll let you take this one. I am very I am nervous as crap about Sabonis. Because if Sabo, if Sabonis is in foul trouble, are you really going to convince me that Goga Batazde can play the minutes that he needs to play to give the Pacers a victory over the Charlotte Hornets? Let me tell you. I don't care who he's guarding. I don't care if it's Bismack, Cody Zeller. I don't care. These two things. Simonis gets in foul trouble early. We lose. Or if Simonis and Levert don't combine for at least 45, we lose. Because that that. three-guard monster of the Hornets, Ball, Rogier, and Graham, they're going to get theirs. And like I said about the others. Do you think all three get 20? No, no, I don't. I wouldn't go okay. that far. Okay, okay. Uh, I bet Rogier gets twenty. Okay. I bet Ball has like ten assists. Okay. I wouldn't surprise. But that's but you know, that's Graham that's probably, probably leading like the good thing. Fifteen. 
Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just don't. It's the others, man. I don't. I don't see our. I don't either. Role guys outplaying theirs, and I just don't. I think that's what it's going to come down to. And Borrego's going to run circles around Bjorkren. It's not even going to yeah. be close. He's going to draw. You remember when Brad Stevens and Brett Brown were yeah. going head to head in the playoffs? Yeah. It's going to be like that. I'm not saying Borrego's on Brad Stevens level, but Bjorkren's so bad. He's so bad. And Borrego's the coach of the year candidate, in my opinion. Sure. He's just going to he's gonna kill us. He's going to kill us. And Zach, didn't you say the Pacers were favored at one point? Favored. We are favored in this game by like yeah, one and a half. I mean, I, I don't know how to make this bet any easier for folks, but how can you sit there and bet on the Pacers right now? I'm telling you. I, I just, no, I'm sorry. Like, can you give me a reason, Bryce? Can you give me a reason why you would bet for the Pacers at this point? I, I mean, anything about them doesn't give have, me any confidence. I have enjoyed, I have been in, thoroughly impressed about how they finished off the season. I was fine with it. I'll say that. They didn't, we didn't roll over. We didn't roll over. I oh. am actually picking my Pacers to win this game. Okay. Wow. I don't know how they're going to win. I just feel like they're going to win. Okay. I, that's just that's just my opinion. Well, let, let's let's get into predictions then. So, uh, you know, Bryce, you thought that. Zach, uh, what's your take here? Who do you think's got it? Listen. Listen, man. Take your ball and go home if you don't pick the Pacers. Just be real. Oh. oh. I've watched the Pacers probably 50 games this year. And I've been, it's been really nice how we have fought these past few games when the, that report came out about Bjork and how he's, how he's a dumbass. But I just think, uh, no, I'm, t- I'm taking the Hornets. Oh, oh, oh you're I'm taking the Hornets. You're not, you're you can't blame you're Bryce. Bryce. Yes, I am a fan, Bryce. Yeah, not, not a fan. I, I respect it. I respect it. Zach. I'm taking I, the Hornets. It comes down to the role, guys. Once again, I, I, just, I, 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 I agree. I think the health is just, it's just too much of a concern for me. I just don't like the, well, potential foul trouble um, that I feel like those guys can have. And, and I, I just, I, I think Borrego is, I think he's going to get it done. I think he's going to get it done for this game. Um, my other take that I really like um, is, is, uh, actually, I actually think they're going to get in the playoffs. I actually wow. think they're going to, I actually That's think they're going to get in the playoffs. I, 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 I am the first and, and, and we'll talk, and, and that, that leads me into my next conversation. And then we can talk more about who we think will represent the seven and the eight spots. So the wizards and the Celtics are in the second game wizards, you know, look, they, they've been playing really well lately. Let's, let's not uh, joke around. I mean, Bryce, you said your fair share about Russell Westbrook here, but I mean, what he's been doing has been very good, and you've been very quiet. And Brad Beal has been a very solid, been a very, very solid quiet. piece. And you know, now I think the last couple of games has given me some head scratcher statistics, but I mean, I'm not sitting there like panicked. I mean, you know, you know what you're getting, right? You're getting a top 15 player in the NBA. Meanwhile, Boston has plenty of dysfunction with Brad Stevens. Not to mention the fact that every guy feels like they're injured at this point. With Brad um, you know, is there is there any is there any reason you know just off the top here? I guess before we get deep, uh, you know, initial thoughts of this of this uh, this matchup here. And Bryce, we'll start with you because you've had your fair share on uh, of comments here on on both of these particular teams, respectively. Yeah, I, uh, Caleb, your your comment intrigued me. Go ahead. This function with Brad Stevens. Why did you phrase it that way, Caleb? 
I'm confused. I mean, it's just just a common. It's a combination. It's a combination of Ainge and and you know the the, the okay. media wanting to put a press. Wanted the media wanting to put some sort of pressure uh, 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 on, uh, on the Celtics. It's not because of anything that has to do with wins uh, uh, and losses. Uh, uh, you said dysfunction with now, Brad Stevens. There's a dysfunction. Well, obviously, there's a dysfunction regarding the way that this season has been put out. It's not on Stevens here. I'm not on that. We got him. No, you need to We got him. No, no. On the Stevens take, Bryce. This is ridiculous. I'm just saying they're not going to fire him because Jalen Brown got hurt and he's out for the season. That's not why they're not going to fire him. Yeah, it is. They're not going to fire him because he's a top five coach, Bryce. No, no. So be it. He'll go before Ainge goes. I, okay, I'm not. I'm not here to be on a soapbox. Say, I'm here to talk playing games. I'm here well, to talk no, no, Russell Westbrook. You, no, no, you're here to talk Boston. about the Celtics, though. You're here about to talk. You're, you're here to talk about the Celtics, and the fact is that Brad Stevens is is, is a guy that's that's probably going to be kept around. Nick, you you could make the case. You know, uh, you know, Zach. I know we talked about this a little bit. You know, I, you know, Bill Simmons was discussing the fact that Boston – look, if you're going to keep four people on Boston at this point, it's probably going to be – right, you're not changing ownership because the ownership yes, probably won't I sell. what he said, yeah. Ainge, Stevens, Brown, and Tatum. This is, those are your locks. Other than that, we have no idea what's going to happen with the rest of the team. Well, let no. me ask Bryce this since he's so positive it's Brad Stevens' fault. Yeah, sure. sure. If you switch the coaches in this game – if Scott Brooks was coaching the Celtics, the Celtics are not in this play-in tournament. They're not in the playoffs. They're not. Sure. No, they're not. Sure. Okay. So don't tell me it's. Don't tell me Brad Stevens okay. is the problem, Bryce. Okay, that's fine. Well, and then that's and then fine. the big factor to this is they've hardly they've they basically not played with their starting lineup this season. They have not gotten their lineup healthy. They have not gotten anything healthy. Uh, this team has been bombarded by COVID more than any team in the league. It's not even close. Right. If you look at all the games that they have been impacted by combined as a team. At horrible Boston, times. Yeah, it's it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. It, Boston has been dominated by COVID this year. I mean, it, they just have. And you're, 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 you're giving this team, you're giving this team too much flack, Bryce. You really are. And, and, you know, I, I, I whatever, whatever. Yeah, y'all are about to pick the wizards though. When we get to predictions, y'all are it's about to pick the wizards fault. anyway. It's, it's Danny Ainge's fault. fault. You're, it's not Stevens' okay. fault. You're, you are sitting there and blaming they're not, Stevens they're, for problems. They're not that, going that to get rid control. of Ainge before Stevens. They're just not going to do it. Bryce, if, if, if Brad Stevens is fired, he question. has a job within the hour, Bryce. Yes, I totally agree with you. I totally agree. So then what I'm do you think the saying, problem is? What I, The problem is, is that the coaching carousel that happens in these leagues, you have a very short window. It is very small. And if you don't make it happen in that small window, you are ousted. So three period. finals doesn't make it happen? No. Oh, my God. Bryce, Bryce if, I'm Wick, if I'm Wick, the owner of the Celtics, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at this, Brad Stevens, what he's done with this core of uh, Tatum and Brown. Mm-hmm. Like Caleb said, I mean, three conference finals, one of them was before Tatum and Brown. But sure, sure. But if I'm Wake Grosbeck, I'm looking at this like, all right, here's what Brad Stevens has done. He got me to win within one game of the finals without our best player. Yes. Uh, almost made the finals last year, and it was a weird yes. season. I'm not firing Brad Stevens. I'm going to fire the guy 
who, yes, he brought us a title. He's brought us a lot of great times. He was great Bryce, for us as a player. It's time to move on. They're not going to move off Danny Ainge. Wait, Griffin is too smart of an owner to say, I'm keeping the GM over this top five coach. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just telling you. They're gonna make a change. No, but you're, but you're not giving Ainge. That. You're not giving Ainge enough crap, though. You're 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 taking the stance of, well, look at Boston, not because they're gonna just keep Ainge because he's just you. You haven't been saying anything against Ainge, Bryce, which is our problem. You're not you're not saying, well, Danny. You're not saying Danny Ainge has had a horrible roster construction. You have not said this. You're just saying, well, he's not gonna get fired because Stevens is gonna. This get is fired. a fireable offense by Danny Ainge this year. I don't care sure, if it's, I don't really care if it's a weird season. It's I'm really not disputing bad, that. I'm not disputing that. that. He's I'm pissed away saying. a prime okay. prime years from his two best guys. I'm but just saying. Pissed it away. I don't, I'm just saying. I I don't think. I know I'm not saying you're crazy for saying it. I'm just. But you you have to go at Ainge. You're not. You 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 have sure, to. Sure, Ainge, Ainge definitely deserves blame. But again, they're not going to get rid of Ainge before Stevens. I don't believe it until so I sure, see Bryce. it. I wouldn't be so sure, Bryce. All right. Well, let's well, let's break down the, let's break do. down the team then. Let's just right, let's break talk down about the team. it. Let's talk so about it. So then, when you when you when you look at Boston, obviously the big factor for them and reason that they're here is because they simply could not get healthy. Right. I think every one of us would agree with that. They did not get healthy. They really did not. They have horrible depth. They've had horrible depth all season. So the problem is when you're not healthy already, your top six hardly can't play with each other. You're not going to be that good. And Jalen Brown, you know, obviously getting hurt's a big deal. A lot of people have had flack on Kimball Walker. You know, I just, the thing, the thing with Boston right now is I just, I can't trust their depth. I cannot trust the fact that they're legitimately going to trust Jabari Parker in a playoff series. Oh. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I can't trust Jabari Parker in a playoff series. I, I think it's, it, oh no, it's, it's tricky for me to trust Thompson. I don't think Thompson's a, a great. I don't think he's been very good. Um, I mean, I sent you guys. I mean, you guys, they're playing Cornet. They're going, they're going to maybe yes. play Cornet. That's a real thing. If the guys can't get healthy, that's a real thing. And you're, t- I mean, it, it's just, it, it is a really disappointing Celtics season. And not to just keep reiterating what Bill said, but this is a pretty good point considering that guy basically listens to Celtics and watches Celtics all the time. Boston has no guy in that locker room who's going to sit there and defend that team. There are a lot of players that are not defending what they are. You know, he mentioned it as soft. He basically said, look, the soft, the, the roster in general is soft. It is they don't a soft have a guy team. willing to defend themselves. They don't have a guy willing to get under people's skin. Right. And then the other argument that I want to have with, that I want to have, and I'm curious to see where you guys stand on this because I haven't mentioned this to you guys at all. I think this is a ridiculously bad Marcus Smart season. He has had, he is, he, he is, he is not as good of a defender as he once was. He's just nope. not. He he's trying to be all physical, um, show like you know, basically taking trying to be a bodybuilder, taking a basically a bodybuilder. He's trying to be for this team uh, when he has no need to do that. He's overhelping. There's a lot of there's a lot of times when you watch him where it's just like, wow, dude, like you're just not the same. You're not the same, and your offense isn't your offense isn't as good. You're rushing shots, you play frustrated, and you give you get rid of all these possessions. It's not good for Boston. I'm telling you, I don't see how this gets fixed against Washington. And Bryce, I know how much you don't like Russell Westbrook. 
Okay, but we're not talking about a series. We're talking about no, one yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough for me to sit Fine here and that. say that Russell Westbrook is 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 not going to be. <laughs> he's going to be really. I feel like he's set to be good in this game. Zach, am I crazy for that? I feel like it's set up for a big Russell game. This is this is this is about the best time you can have Russell Westbrook on your team, man. In I'm, my opinion, I'm expecting. Don't be shocked at like a forty point triple double from Russ, because like who is going to guard? Wow. Don't be shocked. <laughs> He's, he's had 50-point triple-doubles <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs before. Can I, I just... flip it? Can I flip it on you? Go ahead. Okay, so so I, I do believe Russ is going to have a good game. Yes, he is built for these one-gamers. I just want to pose the question because okay. it's got to come up. Yeah, sure. If he totally has a Westbrook game, a vintage Westbrook game. Okay. How does that – how do you view Russell Westbrook as a whole? I mean, it depends, right? I mean, are you, so you're saying, I'm assuming by you saying that, you're saying the Wizards would lose then? Yeah, yeah, they lose. Because I, I shoots like seven threes this and is only really, makes like two of them. This is really bad if they lose. I mean, this is really bad. They're being you, teed you up. Should not be, you should not be losing to this. You should not be losing to this team. No, I, mean, I agree. I just, and, and Russell, I agree. And, Russell and it's, is. It's not a trap question. No one, I mean, no seriously. Not. Well, to, to answer it, Bryce, my estimation of him, especially in the playoffs, I think he's a phenomenal regular season player. I don't think anybody can deny that. But No, not at all. Um, my estimation of him, especially as a playoff guy, went down last year. And yeah, I agree. He took some of the most Awful low shots. IQ shots I've ever yep. seen. This is what he does in the playoffs. I was, but, uh, when we, when we hashed it out... We had hashed it out last season. I told you all that was what was going to happen. Well, I'll worry about that next round. But for this, right, right. for this, right. I mean, I just there's no but nobody, nobody on Boston who I agree can even come I just, close. I can't to see how I can't see how he can't get to the rim every single time. I'm, I just I can't. It feels like he's just going to get there anytime he wants to It'd be get nice there. if they had Tice. But uh, but I mean, here's what we're not. I Here's yeah. not where what we're seeing too. Yeah. Robert Williams yeah. is the game time decision, right? For Tuesday. Now I'm not saying you know Robert Williams is, is you know this amazing player, but he matters on that team. Oh, I love. Robert I Williams. I like Robert Williams. I know there were people there, uh, you know, among yeah. us that did not like Robert Williams, and I disagree with that because I think he's a big part of what what he is. Yeah. When, when you say a tough guy, when, when you say they don't have an enforcer yeah. or a guy who will yeah. defend himself, I think Robert Williams will, in my opinion. Later I think he's on. the closest thing. I think he's he's, closest, that's, a good, that's a good way to put it. He's the closest thing. He's 23. I need Especially him to just kind of get a little more. After the sure. ties trade, yeah. he took a step up. Yeah, yeah, and I explained it too because I I felt like Robert Williams was being held back. He didn't play enough minutes. He didn't get a chance. I think he can be a double double machine. I agree. In my opinion, I. So I I think that's an even. Yeah, Capella do his game. Yeah, Yeah. I I think it's a big deal if he does not play. It's an even bigger deal. It'll be even harder for Boston to win this game. If he doesn't play, are we gonna get like a semi big Robin Lopez game? Uh, like a stop. double double, double Why double for Robert Lopez? Lopez. Why are you still on Lopez? Because he's, gonna, a, who's down he's low? actually who's been, down low? he's actually he's actually been like a legit post scorer this year. Who's right? down low for Boston? Right? It's pretty ridiculous. Taco fall, baby. Oh, okay. 
No, I, I think he could, well, him or Gafford, Zach, Gafford's been very, Gafford's been really good for, for a while. Maybe, maybe we get a, a nice little Hachimura game. Is Hachimura's playing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he, so the key for him is, it, again, it just depends on how you match up. See, I don't even know how, Bob, I mean, how, how do you think Boston's going to match up? With I think Boston? Tatum's got to be on Beal. Tatum's I mean, do you realize be on how Beal. worn out he's going to be? He's going to oh. be so done, you guys. It's- I don't. But who's going to guard Tatum? Who's going to guard Tatum, though? That's the that's the advantage that they that's the advantage. But again, I if but if you're going to have him guard Beal and run with Beal the entire time, his offense Bertans. is not Bertans on Tatum. <laughs> oh, stop My, it! Honestly, I'm probably I could see Hachimura on him. Actually, I was, I was about gonna to say, say. I, yeah, they'll throw him at him. It's just not going to work well. No, it's it's not. I think but, I think you can see Beal on Tatum a little bit. Sure, I sure hope not. You guys want to know another funny deal. joke here? Go ahead. The Celtics are favored in this game. Oh, what's the line? Yeah, what's the line? Uh, oh I no, I don't remember. I just remember on DraftKings they were favored. Oh no! That's why I took the Wizards. Uh, yeah, that yeah, the, that's a good bet. The Wizards, the Wizards have had. I mean, obviously their inside game. You know, taught, you know, shot to the power. It was a good point by Dylan Hughes this week. Check it out. Thomas Bryant's given them a lot of versatility on offense, but I actually think this is when they're going to miss him because Alex Len's going to make the paint more congested. Lopez is going to make the paint more congested. So is Gafford. That's a problem in this game. You're going to want the court spread it out. Are, are these the worst sp- bigs, the worst game for bigs that you've, that you've seen in a while? Oh, sweet. Well, big run game, through all yeah. the bigs. It's the worst so, out of these games we're talking about. Well, okay. I can run. Th- so just, Injuries, no injuries. Okay, I'm just doing. Okay, know. so you're going fully healthy. So fully, fully healthy. You got Thomas okay. Bryant, Gafford, Lopez, Alex Len, Robin Lopez. Um, I mean, goodness gracious. Then Boston, you got Robert, Tristan, uh, Cornette, Taco. Uh, yeah, Taco Fall. Oh. It's just you, we're looking at really awful. And here's the thing, like, I just, it's one of those things where this game's going to be so reliant on the perimeter. Okay. I, I, the big, now in all seriousness, if you really wanted to pick against, if you were going to say, I think Boston's going to win, you actually have somewhat of an interesting case. Just hear me out. So Beal, the last couple, Beal, Beal had a pathetic game on Sunday. He was eight for 27, 30% from the field in a must win game. Now, granted, they ended up winning, but hello, eight for 27. Like, that's that's obviously not what you want in big games. I mean, that there's a lot of panic there, right? This is the first time where you can make a legitimate argument that Brad Beal has been the best player on his team in a postseason series, which, because technically, if you look, go back, you know, John Wall was that dude when the Wizards made the playoffs. Yeah. So he's the, so Brad Beal's became the number one guy. I, I think I think this game flat out rider dies on Russell Westbrook though. I think it rider dies on it for the Wizards, and I think Russell Westbrook's going to do enough because I think Boston is that bad. And I, I, no joke, I think it's got a chance to be a twenty point blowout. I, I'm I'm taking Washington. Yes. I'm taking Washington big. I'm taking Washington big too. It's going to be by double digits. I think Westbrook yeah. has a monster dribble double, and I think if the Celtics even want to stay in the game. They're yeah. gonna need twenty five from Kemba. If they even want to twenty five, maybe a fifty, maybe a forty to fifty piece from Tatum. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Bryce, you got anything on that, or are you in uh, agreement? I'll take uh, I'll take Washington as well. Uh, I don't know about big. You know, if Brad Stevens as good as y'all say he is, no, oh uh, then uh, we'll we'll it's see. It's not about that. They don't think semi Osley is getting twenty minutes a game for this team. Carson Edwards, coach him up, coach him up. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? You've been trying, Bryce. Come on. Come on. Are you kidding me? Come on. Are you kidding me? Come on. What have you seen from Semi Ojale that can get significantly better? I'm not saying get significantly better, but come up with a game plan. I think Brad Stevens is going to have a tough time coming up with a game plan when he's got no freaking idea what his top six are every game. All right. Well, I mean, that's fine. I think that's a tough decision, Zach. I don't know about you. I'm taking Washington. You know who we didn't talk about at all? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's keep talking. For good good reason. Go ahead. Evan Fournier. Never came up once. Well, no. That was their big get at the deadline. (laughs) And, you know, like Evan Fournier is not a bad player either. Like he was good in Orlando. I don't know what happened once he got to to – well, the, the Boston. He's still I really battling don't. through. He's still battling through. He was battling a lot through COVID, and there's been a lot of talk about how like he's been feeling like it's almost like a concussion in the way that he's playing. He feels like he's just getting back to his groove. But I mean, at the same time, like, but they almost had Drummond. He's not a game changer. He's not a game. is not a guy that's just going to alter. He's not that insane elite game changer that spins your opinion in the series. You know, he's just a good player. And I, I just – I don't see how – he's he hasn't been ideal necessarily, though I do think they'll re-sign him next year. I, I, I think I think Fournier, the get is not for this year. The get's for next year. All the right. get's for next year. That's just me. But we'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Uh, next up, let's get to the West. Uh, Spurs and Grizzlies. Uh, the Spur, the Spurs are are the, the last seed. They've been, pretty much been the last seed the entire time because everybody else below them pretty much sucked. And then the uh, the Grizzlies had a chance to get to the eighth seed, but you know they lost to the Warriors and they lost to the Warriors just simply because they don't have Steph Curry. It had nothing to do with anything else. I I personally think that this game between the Warrior the, between the uh, the Spurs and the Grizzlies. Is is you know it's going to be it's actually I think it's really intriguing. I know I'm weird for this, but it's the truth. I think this game's got a lot to like. I am very intrigued by this Dejounte Murray John Morant matchup. I don't care how nerdy that is. It's actually a really good matchup. No, I agree. Defense and and John's offense and um. But here here's my concern. Okay, if you're going to talk about the Grizzlies somehow getting out of this game. I mean, a lot of people are writing off the Spurs. We'll get to the Spurs, but the Grizzlies specifically, let's dive into them first. My biggest issue right now, Alex mentioned it multiple times at Power Hour, John Morant has, he has no pull-up game on the three, you guys. No. Golden State completely disrespected any sort of range that that man had. He just, they didn't, they didn't even care that he was out there from the three-point line. They didn't care. But, and, and that's exactly what teams are going to do. I'm not going to be shocked if Greg Popovich does the same thing. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just not. It's Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich is a better coach than Steve Kerr. You know, I would have to think there would be something there that Popovich will, will throw at jaw. So I guess the question I have for you then, and, and Bryce, I'll start, I'll start with this, because I know you're big on Morant. You've been saying this is a very exciting team once they get healthy. You know, what are your overall thoughts on the Grizzlies, and then how do you think they can fare in this matchup here? In my opinion, I think it's a, I think it's a done deal. 
I want to give me the Grizzlies in this game. Like I, I, I really don't think there's there should be a discussion around it. I feel strongly about that. I, yeah, I, I get like, the the John Morant holes. No hesitation. No hesitation no, I, for you. Not really. Okay. No, I think okay. I think the bigs down low with with uh, Triple J, uh, you know, working out his game legs, and then Jonas Valanciunas, who's been balling yeah. this season. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. just, I mean. You look at every game, he's got like a double-double, you know, even some 2020 games. So I think John Morant's going to make it happen. I think he was – I think when the spotlight is on John Morant, he comes out and he plays. I get it. There's some holes in his offensive game, particularly the the three-point shooting. And and Caleb, I think me and you, we we talked about that off the record. We have. Um, I totally get it. I like what what Dylan Brooks brings – I really do. If he can stay out of foul trouble, I mean, he's a big X factor for them. Uh, And I like Taylor Jenkins as a coach too. I'm not saying he's better than Greg Popovich, but I don't know. I I, I feel strongly about, uh, about the Grizzlies moving on. Um, It might be a close game, but I, I like the Grizzlies. Honestly, here's the key for me last. They played three games this season, right? Spurs beat the Grizzlies. 131 to 119 their first game, right? February 1st, last time Memphis and San Antonio played, Memphis won 133 to 102. Then Memphis in their second game on January 30th won 129 to 112. You know, they pretty much just been putting on points after points after points, you guys. I also think that the other issue for the Spurs, in my opinion, is – I, I I think JV. I, I think I know Jaws this the this, the factor. He's the star. Okay, let's not let's not mistake that. But I mean Valanciunas is going to feast. Like I feast on Thanksgiving dinners against Jacopoto, baby. Oh my goodness! When you when you get the potatoes when you get the potatoes out there, okay, you get the corn out there, dude. I'm just going for it. All right, and he's, just, as soon as he sees as soon as he sees Jacopoto on the other side. Oh. As soon as he sees Jacopo, as soon as he goes, oh shoot, Jacopo's guarding. Oh, and then wait, and then wait off the bench, off the bench. I'm maybe looking at what I don't know, like Rudy Gay potentially having the guard. No, uh, you're looking at uh, maybe uh, some Drew Eubanks. Eubanks, baby. Uh, yeah, maybe, I'm, maybe, Eubanks. I'm, maybe I'm maybe I'm looking at maybe I'm looking at Drew Eubanks. I, I mean, you guys, like I think That's a lot I'm of saying, people are going to talk about job, but Valanciunas could go for a monster game because they have nobody who's even close to his physicality inside. And nobody's talking about Valanchunas. Like well, I, they're not. He is he is just a monster. He anytime John Morant misses a layup, yeah, he's right there. And you yeah. know what's that's happened. You're like, yep, that's two points. Oh you, Valanchunas is right there. I mean I I mean it is then, amazing. Now they're doing Gorgie D. Yeah, Gorgie D. He's he's not even playing that much, so you know he's not even going to be a top player in the rotation. You're literally looking at Podol, who is going to play about thirty minutes. I just, I'm, I'm sorry, like he I don't see how they stop. Before then, I I just don't see how they stop. I just don't see how they stop the inside presence of Memphis Grizzlies, and I I just don't see it. Zach, is there anything that you have, you know, in terms of this matchup that? <laughs> You know, needs to be hit on. I mean, I come on. Well, I was laughing when you said they lost to the Warriors because they don't have Steph Curry. Guess what, guys? They could have taken him in the 09 draft. Nah. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. 
But you know, you know what I mean? Uh, real, no. real quick, Zach. Real quick. I want to say one thing real quick. Like Dylan Brooks getting fouled out. Dylan Brooks had a really good game on, you know, really good game. I don't know if you both watched it or followed it, but Dylan Brooks had a really good game defensively. He was pretty much on Steph Curry, but had a very good game. He fouled out with six minutes left in the game. That's yeah. when the game turned around. I'm not trying right. to sit here and say that You're the Warriors couldn't have came right out with the well, win. It's a fair point. It's but fair. it's a fair it, Dylan Brooks was really on it. Are, are you hating on Steph Curry right now? No, I'm not, Bryce. I'm sorry. I, I'm I sorry will bury you if you that I don't. I'm Curry. sorry that I don't have a bunch of hotel rooms all over there. I will there with bury Steph you. Curry. I will. You have bury one in Cancun. You. you have one in Jamaica. You have one in Texas. You got one in Florida. You got one in LA. Continue, Zach. I here's what I'll say about Valentunas against the Spurs this year. And this goes right back to Mr. Jakob Pertl. He's averaging 15 points, 13 rebounds, and a block. <laughs> it's over. I'm with Bryce. Give me the Grizzlies. Blowout. 20-plus point victory. 20-plus. I'm just – I'm you, sorry. Can you, can, I'm sorry. I don't think we heard – Bryce, I don't know if we heard him. Blowout. <laughs> oh, yeah. I – I think I got it. Now, you know, Memphis is only favored by three and a half. Blowout. Well, that's, that line is wrong. Just like the Celtics line was wrong. Look, listen. You know, I like the revenge games. All right? Yeah, you do. Oh, boy. Kyle Anderson against the Spurs. Yeah, baby. Kyle Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Kyle Anderson is not good enough respect. I don't he's gonna care what you take this old man game. He's going to shove it up their ass. That's what Yeah, baby. Kyle Anderson. He's been solid. You don't need to look any further than Valanciunas versus Pirtle. This game's over 20-plus points. Well, that, I th- <laughs> that's a fair argument. I, I think I'm very, I am intrigued by the guard matchups, but I just think for, for San Antonio at this point, this, the, the summary for your season is you're at a crossroads and you need to figure out where you're going to go. You need to figure out what you're going to do with Rudy Gay and DeMar DeRozan. Podol's not Rudy Gay needs center. to retire. Yeah, he does. R- he would play somewhere. I disagree with that. He'd play somewhere next year. Yeah, the Lakers. He's good, He's good enough to play somewhere. He's good enough for a contending team. Go back home to the, Memphis. Home good. That'd be fun. I, I think. I think. I think the tricky part with go back to there, Toronto. There's two home different home. identities, and the problem is the Spurs just have too many like younger perimeter guys. Like they're just there's just too many. Like Vassal, Walker, Murray, DeRozan, Johnson. Derek White, who's not even fucking playing. Well, what about this guy, Caleb? Oh, Jer- Jaron Jackson. Who's going to guard Jaron Jackson? Well, that's well, – here's the thing. If you I play think it, he's still coming. He's still coming up, Zach. I think he's still recovering a little bit, so I don't, I don't a, think that's – Yeah, but so here's, Kelvin Johnson's going to take him? No. It depends. Well, here's the problem, though. How, how much are they going to want to put him on the block? He's a, he's a guy that's going to want to spread out. Zach, you're going to want that space carved up by Valanciunas. You're going to want one on ones. As you, if you're probably you're dang near probably doing a four out one in on them, right? You're going to do a four out one in on them because you're going to want that you're going to want that matchup. You're going to want the smoke with Valanciunas. You're going to say, "Give me the ball right there on the right block," and you know, take him, take him like I'm going to like, like take him like <laughs> Mayweather's going to do the ball, baby. <laughs> Knock him out. Mayweather's just gonna knock out Paul. He's just gonna knock talk. him out. I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I think I think I think that's what's I, I agree. You don't have to look a whole lot further than that matchup. It's what DJ D's gonna do to Ryan Gregory on Friday. But, well, but you know, uh, you know the other factor to this sack, 
You know, the other factor that this is that when Valanchunas, like his range has been a lot better. So he's not just a inside to paint. It's not like he was in Toronto. Range. No, he wasn't. And, you know, Pim, I agree with Zach and I agree with Bryce on this and then we'll move on to the next series. Valanchunas is not getting enough talk. He's probably one of the most disrespected players in the NBA. He's been consistently putting up these averages for God knows how long. And just and balls. Just start respect. Just start respecting him. Hopefully, he gets that attention. Uh, and then we'll move on to this the next series, the series that's got everybody buzzing: the Warriors and the Lakers. The Warriors, with Stephen Curry, the Lakers with LeBron, Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, for a potential elimination game here, folks. Uh, I'll have uh, Bryce start it because he's, he's yeah, like baby. He's like a kid on Christmas trying yeah. to talk about his trying to talk about his love affair with Stephen Curry. Yeah, he's exactly. Trying to talk about his, he's trying to talk about his love affair. We better be done with Fast Five by ten o'clock, baby. We better oh, no be problem. done. We better be done because I gotta watch this game. Oh my goodness, we get Stephen Curry versus LeBron James again. Sign me up. Where do I sign? Just take my money. I'll watch this. Oh yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, I really don't. I really don't. I have my speculations. I have my opinions. I hope my opinions are wrong because I want chaos. I want chaos to ensue. You're going to get I chaos see the to... result. What do you you're mean? Chaos see the result. If the Lakers lose, you're going to get chaos. If the Warriors lose, you're going to get chaos. I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that because oh, I think on. I think no, I don't. I don't know about that because because Steph has basically done this season by and by himself, and he wasn't supposed to, right? Ubre was supposed to be better than what he was. Now he's hurt. Come on, Wiggins. Looney, Bryce. Wiggins has turned into Wiggins. Looney, you know what Looney is. Come on now. <laughs> um, I mean, who who else? Draymond is. You know, Draymond. This is probably oh, elite the, defender. Elite. Uh, defender. Elite defender. Yeah, this is probably the best Draymond we've seen in a couple years. So, am I am I safe in saying that? Yeah. Yeah, I just I just don't think he's near the title Draymond. In a year. No, I mean, no, 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 no. But I'm saying like it's only this been is two probably... years since they were in the finals, Bryce. Yeah, I know. I'm saying in the past couple of years though, I think this is the I think this yeah, is the best Draymond we've seen. Yeah, I agree. He seems yeah. engaged, he seems here to play. He he's back talking his smack. He he's out for defensive player of the year titles again. And and so yeah, I mean I am so intrigued. I'd vote for him over Gobert, game. by the way. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent for for defensive player of the year. I totally would. But I mean, let, let's think about this, guys. Stephen Curry is on an absolute tear, stroking it from the three point line. Like he, like I don't know. Again, like maybe we haven't seen this in the past couple of years. This might be the best stuff we've seen in a while. I mean, just absolutely obliterating teams by himself. Forty points a night. It's it, Anytime I look on the ESPN app, it's like Stephen Curry, you know, 36 to 40 points every game. Yeah. So I, and who's going to guard Steph from the Lakers? Who? Dennis Schroeder? I got got a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. Say it. Playoff KCP? No, say it. Say it. Say it. Alex Caruso. Uh, (laughs) No, I thought you were going to say the untouchable asset. Well, that's oh, Horton Tucker. Horton Tucker, <laughs> baby. Caruso, Caruso was mentioned on all defense. He was mentioned in the all defensive teams as a sneaky candidate. But oh, I, I mean, that's look, a joke. I'm not. I'm not. Stop I'm not it. Betting, I'm not betting against. I'm not. I, I don't see Caruso 
giving Curry any issues. I don't see Taylor Horton Tucker giving Curry any issues. I don't see Shooter giving Curry. I don't see Shooter giving Curry any issues. But they wish they had Rondo. But they wish they had Rondo. You know, he wouldn't do anything in this series. Uh, There you go again with that nonsense. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. And and, not not on the – he would give him a floor general, but he wouldn't give him the defensive ability. Curry Curry is on another level at this point. And I just don't – the Lakers have nothing to combat it. They're going to want to put a bigger guy on him. Maybe a guy like I, I. I think it's a joke that West Matthews has gotten more than any say, time. That's no, a freaking travesty that they're not playing West Matthews. It's a travesty. You know that's 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 a joke and a half. And and I, I just you know I like KCP, but God bless him. You're probably going to need him on offense more than you are defense. So you're going to need him to guard somebody else. Um, I just this is I think Curry is going to go off big. Uh, I do. Uh, my issue though is where else? What else are you getting? What else are you getting? Yeah, I just think that's, that's just, uh, no. You're right. That, it's the, the wild card of this for the Warriors here. And Zach, I want you to elaborate on this. The wild card for the Warriors just seems to be all over the place, right? You cannot trust. It's very difficult to trust anybody at this point. I mean, do you think that, you know, Jordan Poole's had a nice season, but do you think Jordan Poole is somebody no. that you can rely on here for a big game? No. Do you think somebody like Andrew Wiggins, who has honestly been playing better this season, can be somebody that you can trust upon in a bigger game? He would probably, you could make the argument, be the second option on this team. You could he's probably the second option. If Curry's on a double team, who are you setting the play up for? Wiggins. Which is that's what it's gone to for the Warriors. That's a wild card type of player. He can get very hot, he can get very cold. You know what I'm saying? So Zach, how do you see the Warriors and how they're gonna attack the Lakers? Because another thing I've mentioned to you is I am just I can't hit the panic button enough on their size. I just I do not care. Like I understand Draymond yeah. Green is an elite defender. Okay, I'm not saying he's not. But there's people that want to call him the middle linebacker of the defense, the quarterback of the defense. Well, breaking news. If you're guarding Anthony Davis, you can't be the quarterback of the defense because your job is just going to be to make sure Anthony Davis doesn't do anything on you. Yeah. So then you can't have Draymond help out. You can't have Draymond be your recovery guy because he's not going to be thinking about all that other stuff. He's going to be focused on how can I stop Anthony Davis? Because that's the type of attention he deserves. And I don't give a rip that he's been inconsistent lately. He's going to turn it into playoffs. And you can, you can lock that in. For okay. Anthony Davis? And Anthony Davis is going to turn it around. Yes, in the playoffs. Yes. The, the, the way that I see it for the, the Warriors, Zach, is they're seriously going to play Kevon Looney a lot of minutes. Okay, they're going to seriously consider playing some guys. I just there's Jordan Bell. There's nothing to trust him. I just, I can't, I can't trust anything that they have down low, Zach. I can't do it. It's, it's fair. And look, I put this in all caps in my notes. There is no reason for the Lakers to lose this game. I agree. I know they've had injuries. I know they've dealt with, a lot with lineups. Their defense has been up and down. I don't care. I don't care either. It's a one man show sitting across from you. Yeah. You know what you have to do to win. Yeah. I don't care if you're 80%. Of the way healthy, I don't care. I don't care if you're not supposed to be in the play-in. I don't care if you think the play-in's stupid. Whatever. You have to beat that team. You have to beat that team. Yep. Because then, if you beat them, you're looking at Phoenix. You've played well against Phoenix this year. You're liking your chances going forward. You're liking your chances. Yep. You have to beat this team. I agree. I expect the Lakers to win. But I do here's, too. here's the bet I made 
that I foreshadowed earlier. Sure. I did a little parlay. The Wizards and Warriors money lines for these games. And you like that money line. I think if Curry drops, I think I think you can pretty much book 40 points for Steph Curry. If he doesn't, they're losing. 40 points and seven like main threes. Line. Yeah. And your X Factor, Caleb, has to be Wiggins. It has to be Wiggins because, let's be honest, <laughs> when everybody's on on the Warriors, he's the second best offensive player. And he has had a good season. I'm not trying to back And we know him. he's capable. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, that's a good way. To you could it. say yeah. he he's he half asses, and when when he was in Minnesota, that was definitely the case. But yeah, it's like, dude, if you can't wake up for this game, what game are you gonna wake up for? So let, let me read you a stat. He has he's at he has 19 points a game on five rebounds, not two assists for the season. Bad. Yeah, 48 percent from the field and 30 38 percent from three. That's that's great. And 38 percent from three on five attempts a game. The problem with him has always been consistency because you look at even when Jimmy Butler was there for, right? You know, for a honeymoon. Yeah, it wasn't really a honeymoon in the, no. in the field the way it felt, but it, that's what it was. <laughs> like he put up good stats. He's put up good stats every year since he came in the league. Now, yeah, I just I just think he has to be the dude. And it's like, like I said, like, dude, if you can't wake up for this game where right. if we win, yeah, we're in the playoffs. We've also played well against Phoenix. We can, we might be able to beat those dudes. Like, come on. You got to wake up. It's got to be Wiggins. I get gotta it. got to be Wiggins. I think he has to have 20. He has to have 20. I think he's got to have more. I, I, I think he, I think he needs 25. I dang near think he may need 30. You're going to, you, I just, you can't, you can't. And my other issue with this team here. And Rice, let's let's talk about. The, I'm going to mention this real quick, and I want to talk the Lakers. The war the Warriors are a team. Obviously, the injuries have been killing this team, right? Let's not you know act like that's just something new here. But when I look at the Warriors this season, they've been a top five defensive team based off efficiency stats, which is pretty nuts because you really don't know how. Nobody really understands how. Everybody's like, "Well, Draymond Green gets the credit for it," but is it smoke show? Like, is it going to be smoke show? Is this something that you can live or die on a hill on that this team can play like one of the best defensive teams in the playoffs, right? Can you trust a lineup in the playoffs that's Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Kent Bazemore, Drayvon Green, and Kevon Looney being a top five defense in the playoffs? I I don't know. That seems like a lot. It it does (laughs) seem like a lot, but I mean, here's the thing. Draymond and Steph have been on the biggest stage several times. Steve Kerr had same thing when it comes to coaching. I'm thinking they could maybe put it together for a game. I I think the familiarity with with LeBron James uh, and the way LeBron James teams operate, I I think are very intriguing. I mean, because in my opinion, I mean, any any team that LeBron is on kind of looks the same, right? Maybe a little bit different, but kind of the same. You know, LeBron does what he does. He's always looking for an open man. He needs yeah. shooters around him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. That's I think fair. I think it comes down to Anthony Davis. You know, well, what is Draymond the, Green going to do on Anthony Davis? Well, that's that's what I want to talk about. 
Davis has been Davis has been a very inconsistent factor for this team. A lot of great matchups. He's just not been the same right now. He's just he's getting things underway. He's he's not been what you want Davis to be. If you're a Laker, if you're a Laker fan or you're a fan of this, you know, Davis himself, like he's just not been what you wanted. His last two games. Now, here's the thing. I mean, I remember he had 28 and eight against Dallas. He was ridiculous in that game. 18 and seven against the Clips. Only one game in his last two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One game in his last out of eight, he has only he's gotten 30. Like Yeah, and everybody was like, oh, Anthony Davis is back. Settle down. He's good. He's really good. I he mean, 27 good. and 10, 27 and 10, 20 and 8, 23 and 10. Yeah, we're not. I mean, those. Are, I'm not slouching. Yeah, but but I you do. expect more from a guy I, like I, Anthony I, Davis. But the problem is, we expect a lot more from bigs anyway. We 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 really. Not, not, the problem is, we're, it feels like we never get satisfied with the bigs. At least. No, I disagree with that. I disagree with that 100. Well, percent There's think, only a couple bigs. There's only a. Because there's only a couple bigs that I expect complete dominance. Joel Embiid is absolutely one of them. Well, you got to put Davis in the conversation. Davis, yes. Okay. Yes. Because okay. he touts himself as a top five player in the NBA. Yes, I expect more than 20 and 8 or 23 and 10 right. or 27 and 12. No, I expect more than that. Hey, Bryce. <laughs> okay. What? You know what? Big man dominated the playoffs last year, and he's going to dominate again this year. What? You can't, you can't think of him? Jokic. Well, of course, but another one. Gobert. Oh, he, he, no. He didn't dominate, right? <laughs> he blew a 3 1 lead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bam out of bio. Oh, man. I can't I'm wait get, to get some sleep tonight. I'm getting a little off track, awesome. but Bam out of bio. I can't wait. I can't wait to fluff up my pillow and sleep tonight, That's Zach. Fine. I can't That's, wait. You wake up to Miami winning. I can't right. wait. Right, break it down. Break down the Lakers for me, Zach. What you like? What you dislike? I mean, like I said, there's no reason for them to lose this game. I think they cause they cause matchup problems for pretty much any team, but especially the Warriors with how depleted they are. Yeah, yeah. I think, honestly, I think you're going to see Draymond on LeBron a lot. Wow. He's going to have a lot, and we know there's bad blood there. So, you know, there's there's going to be – Draymond's going to have a massive responsibility on both sides of the floor. I I agree. I I think that was a good point by Bryce. Those three guys on Golden State, you know, they've been through hell and back together. So, yeah. You know, they've been through the highest of highs and some pretty lows, pretty low lows too. So, I just – I think they could put it together for a game. I'm taking the Lakers, though. I, just, I am, too. I just think. I, I mean, even Drummond causes problems for them, especially when you're talking about Looney. And we might see some big Jordan Bell minutes. I mean, for God's sake. Yeah. yeah. Just signed this guy like a month ago. Yeah, and I really hate that Jordan Bell's just getting passed around the league because I really think that he can be a decent player. Um, That's just me. No. That's just me. No, I'm sure Alex. All right, let's let's let's, let's predict it. So so what? Uh, okay, so, okay, Zach. So so he's got he's got the Lakers. Bryce, or you got Lakers Warriors? 
Y'all want me so bad to do it. Y'all want me so bad to do it, but I'm not doing it. Okay. I'm going to go with the Lakers. I would be pleasantly surprised if the Warriors won, though, and I would get on here and just yell and scream and told you I told you so. Warriors are still here. I'll say this. For financial reasons, I want the Warriors to win. But also, yeah, this is the first time I've rooted for them. Since, oh, since 2015. Oh, I just think it'd be really that, fun. Come on, Zach. That's a nice, that's we a got nice room. outro. That's we a got nice room. outro. I, I'll no, say, Bryce, no, no. I'll, I'll say, I'll say I, I agree with you guys. Give me the Lakers. Um, now, the question. So, we have the Lakers moving on in the seventh seed. Then, my question would be. So we believe that the Washington, do we believe Washington will move on? Who will be the eight seed in each conference? Washington. Give me Washington. Well, not well, you, so you have Celtics. Well, you have Celtics over Washington, Zach. You have Celtics over Washington. You Washington. And, no, and well, I think Wizards, playing. I think Wizards move on to play the Nets or the, the Sixers. I mean, but then who's the eight seed? Who's the eight seed? Hornets. Okay. Okay. You're going with the Hornets. That's how it'd work, right? No, yeah, what, yeah, you would have the Wizards would play the Nets in that seven. Oh, and then the, okay. uh, all right, all right. And then the Hornets would get it. So you think the Hornets move? You think Celtics don't get it either? You're like me. Are you on? Are you going as far as yeah. I am with yes. Boston not making it? Okay, yes. all right. Bryce, you got anything uh, to counter? Do you think Boston makes it? No, no. I mean, I, I, I think it's Washington, um, but I'll say Pacers instead of Hornets. Fair. Um, now, West, West, you got the Lakers moving on. We all do. Warriors in for the eight seed, or are you thinking different directions? Yes. Yep. Thinking Warriors. I think Warriors, Lakers. Let's, make it. let's get some variety. I'll take Memphis. Oh. I, I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take Memphis for the eight. I'd seed. like either I, one. I, I'd like either I, one. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I, complain I, about either one. I'm, no, I mean, I think, I think the Grizzlies got a lot to like, and I, I honestly was very impressed with them, and I felt like Dylan Brooks getting fouled out is genuinely what shifted the game. But Dylan Brooks, if he was honestly able to play for three more minutes, I would have felt really good about the Grizzlies pulling that out. He, he was, he was really yep. good. I think he's a big factor in their game plan, and I like the Grizzlies' depth. A lot. I think that's the part that I really like about him. And I really think that Taylor Jenkins is going to show why he's a good coach on the national stage. Yeah. So I want this. Sm- I want the, I, I, I want that smoke. I think the Grizzlies could play with house fire. Uh, other than that, uh, that's, this is going to be the conclusion of our podcast. Uh, check out for, for all of the, the pods that will be available to you. The battleground will be coming out with some pods, a divine rhyme. We'll be discussing some schoolboy Q uh, albums, particularly crash talk. Uh, the, the you know, facts and stats for JD Hall from one young soul to another, Don Hughes book, Den of Dorks with DJ Deke. Um, you know, Zach, is there any other pod that you want to just kind of talk about more in depth? Uh, you know, I mentioned it in the beginning for excuse me, from the beginning for you. Uh, but but you know, do you have any that you want to get more depth with, or uh, did I pretty much cover? Uh, Boys in the Hood 30th anniversary with JD and his brother Jamal. That's going to be uh, next week, hopefully. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to that. One of my favorite movies, uh, Ice Cube's best performance. So <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking really. Looking Are we there now. yet? Wasn't up there for you? No, it didn't quite. It didn't quite break it. But uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what those guys have to say about it. It's yeah, gro- groundbreaking movie. 
Yeah, no question about it. That that should be something to, to keep your eye on, uh, to listen to as that continues. And, and look, we'll have plenty of podcasts coming for you. Next week, we'll have the NBA playoffs bracket. Uh, the other thing not mentioned uh, that we haven't mentioned yet on this pod, uh, you know, is, is I'm going to be drafting series for this podcast. So anybody that's interested and wants to hear the Lynn Sanity podcast talk about certain playoff series, please don't be afraid to reach out at Caleb Lynn one and Zach Griffith at Bryce Shetty, uh, just to get your thoughts. What do you want us to talk about? What series do you want us to talk about in both conferences? I'm pretty sure the Knicks are on lock. So anyone that wants to hear Zach talk about the Knicks, that's on lock for us. Uh, but I think other than that, everything's pretty much on he the open chase. It. I think I think everything else is uh, I think everything else is possibly in play. But I know we've been given the Knicks. So uh, Zach, I know you're eager for that. Zach loves Look, talking no, Knicks no. in the playoffs. Let me let me clear something up before we come off the air here. Yeah, my problem has never been with the Knicks as a team. Well, my I problem has been just... with the media coverage they get and the way they run. You can't like the way they're still ran now, especially up top. No, of no, 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 no. Okay. But it, I, I, I mean, look, I wouldn't say I'm rooting for the Knicks, but I, I, I'm happy. I'm happy for the fans. Sure, sure. I, yeah. I mean, eight years without playoffs. Right. No, it's a lot. It sucks. So I'm happy it's for the fans. I'm happy for Julius Randle. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. 100%. Yep. We have everything covered for you. Uh, it should be it should be a terrific week on the network. Uh, and uh, we'll also have a Lynn Sandy pod later this week with Will Hawks and Devin Voss reacting to the playing games. Without further ado, thank you very much for listening.